Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Don Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. Today I've got Danielle Sklepik. She's with Bear Power, and we're going to talk about the uh, medical power space. And, well, there's a lot of pressures involved for the designer. Isn't that right, Danielle? Welcome to the show. Yes, there are definitely a lot of pressures within uh, the medical uh, industry. Well, you know, but the interesting thing there, Danielle, is like in the case of industrial, let's say, you've got a pressure. It needs to be more powerful. It needs to have higher efficiency. It needs to be, you know, um, easily controllable. It does, but at least you, they're not contradictory. In the case of medical, they're asking you to do all of those things, and it's got to be safe to touch, and it's got to be small, and it's got to pass a ridiculous amount of regulatory, <laughs> and it's got to be free. Yes, yes, that's uh, for sure. Uh, specifically, the the long life of the components, the medical industry, and specifically, really want high reliability. And when you start talking about high reliability of components, you start talking about larger components. And when you start talking about larger components, then you got larger space. And and in typical uh, applications, power supplies tend to be the bulk of the area because let's face it, micros and things like that that might be the brains of the operation um, are are small. Sure, they might have some heat sinking, but really the power supplies between the, especially when you do AC to DC power supplies, you've got all of the primary um, line uh, filtering, you've got all of the transformer, you have some very large components, uh, aluminum electrolytics that can get very large, and and then it all goes back again to life. You want large, longer life, and, and the components then are larger. So it's very mm-hmm. contradictory. Well, uh, Danielle, that's why I was drawing the parallel to industrial, because in one way, medical is just human industrial, right? I mean, the, the machinery's got to be precise, it's got to be powerful, it's got to be accurate. Uh, when you think about things like uh, orthopedics, it is carpentry, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> it, but all of those demands are there, and harsh environment as well. Yes. I mean, I've been talking to people about disposable power supplies for medical applications, and just the fact that if I'm making a, a drill press, I don't have to worry about that drill press having to either A, be autoclaved, or B, uh, be disposable or disassemblable into pieces that are A, are sterilizable or you know disposable. There's a lot of pressure on a medical device supplier before you even get to the power side of the house. Yes, no, that's for sure. In addition with the medical, the safety uh, factor, the touch factor, having to make sure that you're, um, that you, you don't shock a patient because um, that, that's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of constraints onto that. You're completely right. Before you even start looking at the size of the power slide, there's so many more regulatory, specifically the touch um, more than if you start comparing it to industries, um, the the leakage current, um, making sure that you don't have, um, in a sense, um, too much capacitance between your primary and secondary. You have a lot of then design constraints along that. Um, if it's BF or CF rated power supply, um, that adds a lot more constraint. That that's just something that uh, industrial, although they have some, it's nothing compared to this medical. That's very unique in in a sense. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Because it makes well, as you say, it's it's the fact that it's attached to people makes all the difference. Now, what's yeah. Bear doing right now in the space? You probably have something uh, recently out that addresses a lot of that. 
Yeah, we have a CF rated power supply that's, um, that has a very low capacitance between the primary and secondary. Um, it actually has about 20 picofarads, which it was a very unique design um, internally to try to address this. Um, our um, our customer found with uh, ESD protection that they needed to have a lot of capacitance um, elsewhere between their primary and earth ground. So basically they constrained it off to make it even smaller than what a normal standard would be, which would be something more closer to maybe 100 picofarads um, just for the robust of the design. So they um, made us more stringent than what a, a typical medical customer would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and, and there you go. The uh, At the end of the day, you have to satisfy the customer regardless of what you'd like to do as far as efficiency, size, or performance because um, they have their needs, and uh, we can anticipate them all we want, but we've got to listen to what they have to say, and, and, I, and I gather in this case you achieved it. Yeah, no, exactly right. Um, that is definitely one thing different between medical power supplies and industrial. Not saying we do have some industrial customers that do um, need custom power supplies, but um, specifically in the medical industry, they tend to have more higher constraints. There are standard power supplies out there, even CF-rated standard power supplies with standard output voltages and everything. But this becomes, there's more of a um, area where they want it in a specific box to make it look good to do this, to do that in a smaller size constraint. There's a lot more custom area that the medical customers tend to instruct on us to try to to be better. So, um, so they put that onto us, and then we try um, to to achieve that. And, you know, many times. Before we even get the design, we might work with the customer for a year or two years before we even sit down and design it, trying to figure out exactly what they need. Because a lot of times, customers don't know what they need. I mean, we're the experts in the field, right? We're, we design power supplies. All a uh, medical customer is is, well, I want a power supply that works forever. And I don't know, I want this voltage. Uh, can you see what you can do? <laughs> You know, they don't know as much as we might know just because, I mean, that's not what their job is. Their design, job is to do all of the, the medical design. The, I mean, way other things that are well beyond my expertise. <laughs> right, right. What the, what the device is actually supposed to do, accomplish, right? You're right, exactly. Yeah, because we've got um, devices that might power a camera that might go inside you for surgery or um, infusion pumps or, you know, there's many different medical devices. Those are all, I mean, they've got their own devices they're designing and they just, they just expect us that we will power them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, then, and that's exactly at the end. The, they expect the power industry to rise to the occasion and it has so yeah. far. I mean, what, what kind of, um, what do you see downstream? Obviously, medical is a slow industry in some ways to develop in power, definitely because of the regulatory environment. But it seems to yeah. me that it's almost like medical is starting to argue for high-voltage DC distribution or something along those lines. Yes. Um, we haven't seen that specifically with medical, medical customers. Um, we've seen it a few times within medical customers asking for, like, a high-voltage 400-volt um, DC that they can then have their own isolation. Um, and they're also starting to do that in industry as well. Um, what the most uh, constraints that we've been finding with medical at this point really is the, the more BF and CF rated, they're wanting to be able to do it more within surgery. Um, as, as customers start developing more and more different techniques to be within surgery, maybe not actually um, having a operator actually operating you that might be a piece of equipment, that seems what we're finding is going into the most uh, 
pushing us most to the limit is because these pieces of equipment are now actually touching the patient, which then um, makes it BF or CF rated, and all of a sudden you have a lot more constrained uh, leakage currents, things you can't shock the patient. That seems that we're getting um, a lot more responses of wanting that kind of uh, within their system. Understood, and that makes a lot of sense. And then uh, I would imagine outside of the operating room there are more outpatient applications that are becoming um, electrified either for motorization or for sensors and patient monitoring. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, there are a, a lot of ones that, although they want it medical rated, they may not want CF rated, that before they weren't uh, requiring us to be medical graded because it mm-hmm. it, it wasn't out there. Um, so, yes, there's there's definitely been a big movement, and we've been seeing a lot of demand on, on our end. Understood, understood. Now, um, I wish we could talk about this longer. Medical is always an interesting space, <laughs> but we uh, unfortunately have a time constraint. But what I'd l- always let my guests do is leave their last thoughts with the audience. I give them last word. So what would you like um, advice or uh, a tip or just observation that you'd like to leave with the audience before we uh, close out this episode, Danielle? Um, well, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> um I guess the best thing I can say is, you know, we always try to meet our customers, although it may not always be possible. We try to meet our customers' needs on the side of the medical world, um, be it smaller packages, higher reliability, and uh, lower costs. It's always our goal to help our customers um, to give us, you know, whatever we can design. So, Well, thank you. Well, it, it, <laughs> I wasn't expecting like wisdom of the ages or anything like that. I apologize. I was, you know, but uh, th- that's perfectly fine. Now, um, where do people go to get information? What's your uh, website? Um, bearpower.com. B-E-A-R-P-W-R.com. Ah, excellent. See, I'm glad you spelled it out because some people would have gotten stuck there. So, uh, yes. Thank you very much for taking the opportunity to come out and really taking the time to be with us because, uh, well, as you point out, there are a lot of people who know medical technology, but they don't know the power. And it's good to know that there are people out there who specialize to help them uh, solve their issues. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we try to help everyone um, as much as we can. <laughs> Excellent. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to listen because we wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.